0: All right, welcome everybody. This is cover four with the guys. My name is Nick. I'll be your host tonight. I got a couple co-hosts with me. I got Terrence.
1: How you feeling tonight, man? What's good, uh, everyone? Uh, I'm feeling good tonight, ready to get into this topic of discussion.
0: All right, that's what I like to hear. Marquise, how you been, man? We had two weeks off.
2: Well, I'm living. It's, it's going a little crazy, but it's going, you know.
0: All right, that's what I like to hear. You know, uh, Felt like we actually took a perfect time to have off. There wasn't too much going on in the NFL. You know, the NBA playoffs has really been the focus in the sports world, the NHL playoffs, uh, baseball's coming back into action. But I feel like this week, you know, we finally had some stuff coming back up. Um, uh, pretty recently, you know, the the news came out, the GOAT got even, got even more praise, right? We found out that he had uh, – Played the entire season with an MCL. I mean, he's not too mobile, so I don't know how much it affected his game, but Terrence, I'll let you start off. I know that's your boy. Uh, What does this mean for Tom Brady's legacy and how crazy it was in year one million for him to win that Super Bowl on the torn uh, MCL?
1: Man, you know, to me, honestly, like, from Tom Brady, you expect that kind of grit and stuff like that from him, but for me, honestly, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I understand he's older and everything. Yeah, I understand that, but... I don't honestly feel like that really affects him as much just from him not being a mobile quarterback. Like he's yeah. a pocket passer. Like regardless, he ran a five or a four or whatever in the 40 time. Hey, so it's yeah. not like he's outrunning anybody with a torn ACL, yeah. two torn ACL. So yeah. for him, you know, he, you know, Got the infamous, oh, I ju- got Brian Erlacher. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's, it's nothing major for him to have a torn MCL and still be able to produce. It's a pocket passing. I mean, you don't have to move out of the pocket much. You know, see someone come and slide a little bit, get the pass off, but it's not like, oh, I'm a Lamar Jackson or yeah. Josh Allen type of quarterback. So I feel like his type of dynamic is, you know, pocket passing. So I don't feel like I'm gonna him too much.
0: Plus that O-line really showed out last year. Marcus, yeah, what do you think sure, about this? Is sure. this uh, so I'll, I'll change the subject a little bit to this. Is it, you know, is this a big deal, not big deal? What does this mean for Tom Brady at this point in his career? Is there another feather in his cap uh, or is it just no big deal? You know, he's always been a pocket passer. Good O-line, good targets.
2: I mean, I don't care. I don't think it's a big deal at all. He's yeah. already, like, you know, like how Braun is, like, their career is already, it doesn't matter at this point what they did It's solidified, right? It's solidified. <laughs> I feel like this was just, like, a attention grab in a way, because if it was a big deal, they would have dropped that shit, like, they would have dropped it last year when it happened, and then everybody would have been like, oh, like, what's he gonna do? And you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like it wasn't, like, obviously it hurts. I've never torn my knees, but, like, obviously it hurts, but That's I feel so like it was more of a attention grab than a like, oh, we won the chip, and by the especially, way. Especially, yeah,
1: him going yeah. there, winning the chip, yeah, yeah. being hurt.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. I actually agree. You know, I mean, Tom Brady's never been the type to have his game predicated on athleticism. Um, And then especially with the type of offensive line that he had, the weapons that he had around him. <laughs> I mean, he's – like we've already said, this is not a knock in his career because, you know, he's proven at every level that he can do it, you know, to the highest extent. I just don't really think, you know – is it cool? Does it add, you know, maybe a little bit of salt to the year? I mean, yeah, a little bit, but it's nothing like mind blowing at this point
2: in time. It- it ain't cool, like if you're a kid yeah. that tear your knee and that shit happened, do not do that shit, bro. Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially,
0: do not try to put your high school team on your back thinking you're Tom Brady, bro. You, you <laughs> take take your heel up and get, get back, that, you know?
2: That's the crazy okay. thing about that to me, like the fact that they didn't tell anybody that, which is their business, but I wouldn't have told them now because now there's going to be a kid or somebody out there that thinks because their shit is messed up that they can play Or even more,
0: like, some, some kid's dad who's like, oh, so you want to be Tom Brady, you do this. Like, hey, yeah, that. yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, his knee's already torque anyway. He wears a brace. So yeah,
2: he, his knee has already – it's been bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: He's been playing with a bum knee since that year that he was out. Matt Castle had to shine. So Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, going a little bit further, more quarterback news. Uh, we spoke about this when we did the NFC South uh, podcast, you know, what's going to be the deal with Taysom Hill versus Jameis Winston. Uh, we all know Jameis had LASIK in the offseason to improve his – Biggest issue, which was, you know, he couldn't tell what jersey he was throwing to, right? Um, a lot of footage has come out, and he's looking pretty good. I don't know if y'all watched the Pat McAfee podcast, but uh, he had some footage of him throwing some pretty clean routes. Uh, had I mean, he's always had a ton of zip on the ball, but his accuracy is what's been, you know, much, much improved, and that's what everyone wants to know. Dude through 30, he did the 30 for 30 season. He had 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Um, I think we were all in agreement, if I remember correctly, that it probably should be Jameis as your actual quarterback going into the year. But for some reason, as of right now, the Saints still have Taysom Hill as the number one on the depth chart. Um, do we think maybe some improvement in OTAs, uh, training camp, probably preseason can get Jameis to that starting position? Uh, Marquise, I'll start with you.
2: Uh, I feel like this is a weird dynamic to have for a team I feel like once you have a guy that is has been a number one quarterback and can be a number one quarterback over a dude that hasn't really played number one quarterback other than situations or you know for a small time frame I feel like it's gonna make the locker room weird in a way like the locker room who's the leader of the team you know what I mean. It's probably right now, you know, there's no Drew Brees, probably Demario Davis on defense is the leader of the locker room. But the fact of it is that you don't name the quarterback, that is gonna be a problem, I feel like. But I feel like it's gonna be a fun battle to see, but ultimately it got to be Jameis because they let Jared Cook go to the Chargers. So the fact of it is you need someone at tight end to kind of alleviate some pressure and Tayson Hill can catch the ball and he's fast as hell. So I'm putting him at, I'm putting him as a Swiss Army knife like normal.
0: I agree. I yeah, mean, James can only do one thing. You know, Taysom to do it all. Might as well let James run it. Terrence, what do you? Think yeah,
2: about it? I mean, for
1: me, like you said, I feel like it's it, it's not a talent thing. It was a turnover problem. So I feel yeah. like, um, you know, him getting that year to sit behind Drew Brees and to be the quarterback whisperer, Sean Payton. I feel like it did him well. I mean, we've seen him come in and stints, and we saw him play well. So I feel like, you know, now for him, I feel like honestly for the Saints, I feel like. Their problem probably was saying Sean Payton coming out saying, Oh, I promised Taysom Hill a jab at starting role. You know, once Drew was out the door, I feel like James ultimately is going to get the starting job. I feel like, and just like to Keith's point, Taysom Hill is too electric to put him at quarterback because this man can run the ball, he can catch the ball, he, play, he covers kicks, he does everything. Like, you don't want your starting quarterback on special teams running down, covering kick returns punt returns and stuff like that so I feel like like he said keeping him as that athlete on the field I feel like is his role and I feel like he does that very well
2: for sure
0: yeah absolutely I mean I agree I think you know the especially for you know neither of those guys are Drew Brees obviously but I think the closest thing to him would be Jameis I mean Jameis has done everything uh that you could want from a quarterback. He's also, obviously, we know done everything you don't want to see in a quarterback, you know, the turnovers and not protecting the ball. But I mean, the quite like Terrence just said, the question has never been, is his arm good enough? Is, can he make the throws? Does he have the intangibles? He has all of that. It was literally. And I mean, we say it as a joke, but I think that the LASIK might be like the difference for him. So it might we'll see it this year. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a lot of wild stuff going on. Uh, you know some not so good news uh, for Marquise and the, uh, you know his, his division with his Ravens. Um, you know Melvin Ingram signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers, a three time Pro Bowler. You know he didn't didn't play much last year, only played seven games. Um, we'll start with you, Marquise. Uh, what does this signing mean for the Steelers? Is is the rich are the rich getting richer here on defense?
2: Rich, they borrowing loans from different banks. They ain't rich. (laughs) They 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 ain't even got an offensive line, bro. Like, (laughs) to me, he went to a team that's defense was already stacked. Yeah, yeah, he's helping their defense. For sure, it's just more stacked. But the defense is going to be on the field all the time. Yeah, and you're going to tell Ben to be a hero. So, I mean, it's a nice signing as you got a pass rusher and someone to help with the run and everything. That's a good signing. But an aspect of was it necessarily a need is. Like, I don't really get that. Especially, it's weird for teams like Pittsburgh that aren't really in a championship team right now to do a signing like that because it doesn't change the dynamic and make you a championship Yeah, team. You know what I mean? Like, if you could have went and signed a good guard or tackle... I'm about you to know,
0: say, for Pittsburgh, a championship signing is O-line, right? Yeah, That's exactly. sure. <laughs> is, but you, haven't, you haven't thought of the future yet for, for Ben. You're at least protected, right?
2: Yeah, because at least if you got a tackle or a guard... <laughs> or even a center, because Pouncey retired. You yep. could, you could at that point, be like, all right, well, maybe we can steal into the playoffs. Like, they did last year, because the playoffs, we got the extra playoff spot. Yeah. But this year, there's no extra playoff spot, as far as I know. You know, they haven't said, hey, we're doing that again. Yeah. So, since that's not going to be a thing, I don't see them snagging another wild card or anything again.
0: I agree. Terrence,
1: yeah, what, sure. what do you think about the signing? I mean, I, I feel like it... <sighs> I mean, I feel like it's a big signing, but just based off of you know, well, I guess they're priding themselves on defense. Like <laughs> Melvin Ingram, you know, he's not like a bum or anything like that. Obviously, you know, he's been playing with Joey Bosa down in, in L.A., so I feel like you know it's big in terms of you know losing Bud Dupree and placing him with somebody like Melvin Ingram, who's a vet. You know he he can he can get pressure he can get to the quarterback take some of the pressure off of T.J. Watt stuff like that so I mean I feel like like you said it wasn't a championship signing but I mean it it filled a hole about the pre left I guess so I mean it was a decent signing I'm not gonna say like you said it was a championship signing like oh we need this guy to win a championship
2: Well, don't don't worry about it him and uh, Devin Bush and uh, Juju gonna be making TikToks together. (laughs) What I I was going to say
0: about the signing was, um, you know, obviously their need, they're one of the rare cases nowadays that needs offense over anything. Um, Mm -hmm. What I was going to say is you hit it right on the head, Terrence. In today's NFL, with how crazy the pass rush is, you know, T.J. Watt's going to be on everyone's radar. That's every week. For sure. The first person you talk about when you're in game planning for Pittsburgh Steelers week after week is, okay, first thing we got to do is protect our quarterback. And he's going to be double, hell, maybe even triple teamed if you can throw a running back at him. Um, So, adding a Melvin Ingram is going to at least give offensive lines another angle that they have to worry about to give TJ the the space he needs to work. Because, you know, we saw as mighty as Aaron Donald is, you know, his statistics, we know his impact, what he can do, but his statistics tend to fall a little bit because. All they do is put everything on him on that D line because all of all the Rams is, is, you know, (laughs) the exterior defense, right? So um, I think that that's the only thing I have to really say about that signing is it above anything helps not maybe Pittsburgh as a whole, but TJ Watt, you know, wreak havoc.
2: Well, I mean, they're stagged on the defensive oh, line. Oh, yeah, their
0: defense top to bottom. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, the biggest part of the signing is is it gives TJ some help to, to get after the quarterback. Yeah, him, him and Steph, Stephon,
2: yeah. too, about to have a field day.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, by adding extra help, you know, and then getting some breathers in there, you know. Um, maybe not an NFL legend, but someone who is a lot of fun to watch. Uh Definitely was able to put on a highlight at least one play every week that made you say, "Damn, this guy could be electric." Uh Ted Ginn officially announces his retirement. One of the most fun college football players ever to watch. Kind of in that uh, Percy Harvin lane, you know, of being able to do whatever you need, play the slot, kind of be a deep threat, fast, kick return, punt return. Uh, you know, he mm-hmm. announced his retirement. I can't lie, you know, he definitely fell a little bit short in the NFL in terms of like what his potential was from what he did in college, but still very very exciting you know terrence what do you have to say about uh the career that ted gave came for us uh for all these years
1: yeah first and foremost you know i like to you know congratulate him on his you know 14 year career i mean it's hard as a guy to make it you know 14 years in the nfl so you know it's definitely commend him on that you know his career stats he uh, ended with 5742 yards 33 touchdowns receiving seven special teams touchdown, and i feel like for him, I feel like he was a great second or third option. So for his career, like you said, he, he can always carve out his role on a team being that second or third option, especially a deep threat. Um, and then obviously his impact on special teams. Um, but I didn't feel like, you know, like you said, he didn't necessarily reach his full potential as we saw him the type of player in Ohio State. But, you know, to be able to carve out 14 years in the NFL is a great accomplishment um you know all i'm gonna say is you know my gators did their thing against them in college
0: yep. <laughs> yeah 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 he, he was able to contribute no matter where he was marquis what do you have to say about what took the opening kickoff back i was boom like, boom. Oh, no. boom
2: is this like a congrats to him for staying the lead that long especially because when you really look at it to me he wasn't like a two or three or here he's like a three or a four on like yeah. a depth charge so the fact that he was able to stay relevant and be consistent and you know you can count count on him for certain situations is a big deal because you his comparison you know as much as is bad to compare him as percy harvin but percy harvin so much more electric and still so dynamic in the nfl it's like yeah for sure you're like damn and then ted didn't (laughs) like his and his college career is crazy but his nfl career wasn't anywhere near percy so you're like he played longer than Percy, though, you know, yeah, my yeah. grades and stuff. But i still take NFL Percy over him. Oh, you know, definitely. Any day, every, every day every of the week. So, <laughs> but, the one thing
0: I will say is, you know, like we said, that he didn't, uh, you know, maybe live up to the expectation. But regardless, no matter what team he was on, he was able to contribute at any yeah, level, definitely. whatever it is. I agree with Marquise. I think he was more of like a three or four wide receiver because you could play him in slot, you know, dra- drive routes. It was hard for the interior defenders on the secondary to keep up with them. Um, and then you know obviously in the kick return game it's always always a monster. Yeah, I mean i just say a second
1: or third because you look at the teams that he played on, that's why I said second and third, yeah. like Carolina and then the Saints, like yeah. you know, I feel like it kind of fit him, I guess, as far as the teams yep. he played for. We love
0: giving guys like Taysom Hill uh, a lot of credit for being gadget players, but I mean the Percy Harbins and Ted Ken juniors are the real to me anyway, like the real gadget players. So I mean, at any level they could I mean, they couldn't play quarterback per se, but you could put them <laughs> at any position at wide receiver or even in the backfield and let them run a read option with the quarterback. And then also, I mean, Taysom Hill is on the kick return team, but is he actually returning kicks? Not necessarily.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you look at Taysom Hill. Honestly, he's probably the fastest person on the Saints. He runs out a four three. I mean, now, three. but I mean, if we talk, he's if you
0: put <laughs> prime Ted Ginn on that team. I don't think that
1: he's. Oh no! Ted most Ginn. definitely. Nah, 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 no, he's but not right, getting the ball over
2: him right now. He's easily the fastest dude on that team. Yeah. Like Mike Thomas ain't that fast. Alvin Kamara just picks up speed, which is kind of strange. So I don't know if Alvin like at a dead oh, stop. I,
0: I, I might take out I'll I think I, I. You know, actually,
2: and then Lattimore as well. I uh, had no. some burners as well. No, Lattimore. Uh, I
1: think Taysom Hill the fastest. Yeah. We're we gonna, we gonna have to look
2: it up. Lattimore ain't even faster than Denzel Ward. So I definitely don't think he's faster than uh Taysom.
1: Taysom I Hill, I think Taysom he's the fastest Austin. on the Saints. That's all I'm I'm, I'm calling probably, him. So I'm probably
2: listening bet- to the pod, look it up. <laughs> I'm probably i probably betting the bank on that, the low key. That he's the
1: fastest. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill is the fastest on the Saints. i put money. Back.
2: There's only three people that could catch him. Like literally, Mike Thomas ain't that fast. It I got agree. it got to be between Lattimore, like you said, and I don't think Lattimore is that fast. So you go Lattimore and Kamara. And well, Kamara is too right. Huh?
0: Wait, I wait, think Ladubor and Kamara Tra- are probably fast, Tra- I, Smith. I think we're getting lost in the Taysom Hill being the quarterback and then being able to do everything that he does. I
1: don't know Who, who's their returner, isn't it Harris?
2: It's Treyquan Smith and Harris. Smith.
1: Okay. Also, we also oh, gotta gotta keep, fast
0: too. I feel like we kind of got to keep in mind too. I feel like every roster's got like one dude towards the end of the that depth chart that's probably just on the team because he's ridiculously fast. Uh, yeah. He probably doesn't true. have much skill, but he's just like un- Unnecessarily fast, you know what I mean? So there's that's
2: probably like, like one of those guys on the Saints too. That like could old, be. That's like old boy on the on the Bucks. I be telling people all the time that Scotty Miller is easily the fastest dude on that roster. Oh, it, oh he's, yeah, he's fast. I mean, fast. He, was, he was on
0: crack for trying to say he's faster than the entire <laughs> hill, but he's probably the fastest player on the
2: Bucks. He he's the fastest player on his team for sure. Yeah, like by far, Prime AB could get him, but he's not lining up yeah. against Prime he's AB. 30, he's he's lined thirty-two
0: up. now, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's um, crazy. A little bit more serious news you know we all uh unfortunately the the footage did leak of what had happened between richard sherman and his uh wife's family um you know everybody kind of gets their punches in on twitter and social media you know making fun of something but this man's really going through something we've seen over the last 20 years that mental health especially in a sport like the nfl is a huge issue uh where these dudes are taking blows to the head day to day basis. They're under constant scrutiny. The media has constant coverage on them. We don't know what they're going through. He had obviously been under the influence of alcohol. Um, I think that this is a time that we should probably take to, you know, really reflect on what our role is. You know, as small as we are in media, we are still media. As fans, taking a step back and realizing these are human beings and uh just remembering that these people are entertainers but they're they're people first and they have families um marquis what do you have to say about the the entire I, uh dispute and everything with uh, rich sherman
2: i got a big spiel about this because mental health is huge for me but before i even get to like how sherman is and you know his dynamic i got a problem with the nine one one dispatcher i don't think that's I've been in a professional setting. We all do have professional careers. That's not how you handle yourself. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to handle yourself in a professional manner, especially during crisis is trying to calm people down, not act like a dictator and asshole. She just handled that situation terribly and probably in a way escalated it for her wife. Cause her wife, you could hear his wife getting frustrated, you know? yeah. So
1: definitely, definitely,
2: she needs to, you know, probably do some extra training. I don't know. She had a long day, a bad day. Everybody has those, but, you probably shouldn't have leaked that 911 call if you were sounding like that because you seem you sound real incompetent at your job. So, and unfortunately, but,
0: there are certain jobs where you can't have bad days, right? Yeah, like for sure,
2: that a cop and other jobs like you cannot be incompetent. And unfortunately, like we let people be incompetent in those situations. But that's Nora here or there, she just needs some more training, or honestly, I'd probably fire her. But that's just me. But the Sherm aspect of it. I'm not going to butcher him into the, like, it's a domestic dispute, because whenever you argue with your wife or your significant other and someone calls the cops, it's automatically a domestic, domestic situation right there. And he's outside the house, so there's no telling what happened before or something. But it seems like he has a problem with her dad or her uncle, someone yeah. in the house. It was, it was it, one of the
0: males. In the it was one of the males
2: traditions. that, that yeah. pissed him off that much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he definitely needs some help. I don't. I think a lot of times, what a lot of us do, we have a bad situation of, uh, say, we're in a bad mood or a bad mental state, and everyone tends to drink, you know, because drinking is like a good time. Everybody like tries to enjoy themselves. But like Terrence knows, like if I'm feeling some type of way, like I'm not drinking. Like I'm, yeah. If, if I'm angry or like slightly aggravated, like I can't drink. Like it's not, it's not a good time for me. But I hope he gets the help he needs.
0: Yeah.
2: And then people realize like the seriousness in uh, mental health. Like you could see something's wrong. Other like. It's anger issues, frustration. You can tell, like Might some, be bipolar.
0: or Something bi-
2: bipolar. You know, it could be a case of CTE because you can see, like, he's about to ram the door. Like he literally yeah. looked like he's about to t- make. Oh, his... if if he would have
1: got a running start, that door was coming down. Yeah,
2: and yeah. he would. have... <laughs> he's about to make his best tackle, and he ain't even good at tackling. He was he was literally <laughs> gonna tackle the door.
0: And he, he channeled the yeah, linebacker
1: Sherman. On he was games. jamming the hell out of the
2: door. Yeah, so I mean, all jokes aside about the jamming of the door, I hope he gets the help he needs. I feel bad because I feel like he's not gonna. Get picked up like he would have early now. Like I feel like yeah. now he's gonna be a late, a late signing. Like I mean, know. but the good thing about
1: it though, like like you said, is though, is that San Francisco they they did come out and say that they're gonna give him the help that he needs. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like the and his NFL and stood
0: up for him too. Yeah, I feel like the NFL.
1: You know, well, you know, they got married, and you know, at the end of the day, it's like your vows. You know, for better or worse. Right now, it might be a worse time, and that's great that she's gonna stick by his side because you know you got to be with him through thick and thin. And for the NFL, I feel like they just have to do a better job. Like at this point, it's starting to get out of hand, whereas guys committing suicide, guys, you know, like Aaron Hernandez killing people and stuff like that and playing the game on Sunday. I mean, you got guys that, you know, like in Richard Sherman case, I mean, we don't know if it could be an escalating thing to where it's like, okay, he has this issue to where, okay, he's showing signs of it early on. Potentially, and then it leading to something further down the line. So I feel like the NFL definitely has to get, you know, something in place. You know, they're making billions of dollars and, you know, you definitely have to put some of that money back to the people that's keeping this business going as far as for their well-being and for their, you know, health and life beyond football, because at the end of the day, Richard Sherman is towards the end of his career. And, you know, once he's out the door, you're you not going to hear anything about NFL. You know, oh, yeah, we give him the resources to blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I feel like, you know, it needs to be like some – I don't know if it needs to be like a lifelong, like medical – we cover medical expenses, whatever,
2: but it needs to be something. And, Sher- and Sherm's like a – stand- a, a stand-up, yeah. like, community guy. He's smart. He went to Stanford. Yeah. like Stanford, Yeah, he very smart he, he's, he's negotiated his own contracts. Like, he's a good exactly. dude. And I feel like a lot of times, definitely in society today – you're kind of like having this perceived notion. Like I remember, I think it was Chris on the Ball Hawks podcast. As soon as he found out it was a domestic dispute, he kind of like turned the other way with it. And he's a Seahawks fan. And he kind of was like, you know, no. And then like, you know, his uh, his co-host Steve was like, no, like let's wait and see what happens. So I think it's just a matter of just not jumping to the gun on things as like, uh, you know, media and giving people their like respect. I think, I think it's a big thing, respect. I feel like in the media, it doesn't, the respect that the player gives you isn't always the respect the media gives the player. Definitely not. Definitely not. I feel like that—that's an extremely weird situation for me, because he's not a dude that's like a bad dude off of what we see on the field and in interviews. You know what I mean? But yeah, all no. it takes is that one incident like
1: this for the media to paint him as the, the villain. I mean, yeah, I was, his whole career, saying. yeah, all he's done is great for the community, great for
0: you know and everyone now I around. Now people are bringing him. back the whole uh, Michael Crabtree incident. Remember that? Like, people are bringing that back into it, saying, like, oh, I, I knew it back
2: then. Like, bro, like, I'm letting you know as a grown ass man, another grown ass man try you on a field or a court in a way that you think is disrespectful. I've seen the coolest dudes react. Like, yeah. I'm talking <laughs> calm, collective. Those dudes will react if you push the right button. So it's not even one of those. Like, I don't think he's a bad dude. I hope he gets some mental I health. It's I hope when you, anybody going through it, you know, you go seek some help, talk to somebody. It's always good to have a sound bar to vent to that isn't your family you know they're just a sponge absorbing everything you know your family might have a perceived notion about it or friends but if you go talk to a therapist they're open-minded and they can just give you a different look into things that you weren't expecting
1: yeah
0: for sure absolutely um so you know we kind of got the nfl news out of the way I uh, just wanted to move on into this division so this week y'all we are doing the uh afc west could be one of the surprising competitive divisions in the league this year. Um, I think we all know who we probably have coming out on top, uh, but there's an up and comer. There's a team. My man that's on- says
1: surprising. I got Maybe.
0: my landslide. <laughs> <lot. laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna be the outlier this week. Uh, yeah, so, definitely. Uh, we got we got a team in the hot seat. You know. Uh, pressure creates diamonds. So maybe there's there's a team that could step up. And then there, I'm not gonna lie, the, the last team I think that we all have in the division is uh, we don't know where they are. Um, but I'm gonna let uh, Terrence start out. So go give us a breakdown on what records you have for the division and who you have winning all of that.
1: Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna tell you exactly who I got winning by a landslide. So we can start off there. <laughs> so I got the Chiefs winning by a landslide, I got them going either. So, okay, you want a definite answer. I'm going to say – I can't say definite. It's probably going to be like 13-4 or 14-3. and So, I got them – pretty much their offense is going to carry them all season. Their defense is still a question. um, But the thing is with them, they do have, you know, some playmakers, such as Tyree Matthew, obviously. You got Chris Jones. You know, you got pieces, guys that can make plays when they need to play. And then also for them, uh, what was big was their O-line. So, they – Got Orlando Brown, Rimmers, Long, Blythe, Tooney, and Humphrey. So they restructured their whole offensive line. So I feel like that's definitely going to make a difference. We've seen my homeboy run for his life in the Super Bowl, and I feel like that's going to be a complete three sixty. Then um, coming behind them, I got honestly I got the Chargers coming. Behind them. And for the Chargers, honestly, I feel like for them at most they'll probably be like a wild card at nine and eight. Um, and the reason I say that is I feel like um, Herbert, obviously Officer Rookie of the Year, right office Officer Rookie of the Year. It's gonna to have to play well for them to get to that wild card spot. Um, so they did lose Melvin Ingram. They lost Casey Hayward and the safety, Rashawn Jenkins. They did draft Asante Samuel Jr. So, you know, I, and also for the offensive line, uh, because we seen Herbert taking a lot of damage last year. I got Rashawn, they got Rashawn Slater, um also, they got Lindsley, Filer, and Abushi, so they definitely you know added some key pieces to their O line. Then I have the Broncos coming in third at eight and nine. Chargers and Broncos could potentially be flip flop, and the reason I say that um, is the Broncos defense. I mean, they could be elite. I mean, they got Von Miller, Nick Chubb, and they added Kyle Fuller. Patrick Sertain, Ronald Darwin, and Kareem Jackson. So I feel like, and they're loud about Corey Strong. So I feel could, like.
2: Could be elite. They got the best defense. They got to play. They still yeah, got to play. And that, and that they, they were seventh last year. They got the best defense in the division.
1: They still got to play. That's the only reason why I say they could be So I, <laughs> their question is that quarterback. And, you know, we don't know if we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, trade for him, if it's going to be Drew Locke, or if it's going to be Teddy. So I got them either going. Second or third in division, going nine eight or eight nine, and then I got the Raiders uh, at seven and ten. Um, so for them, I feel like past couple of seasons with with John Gruden have been terrible. Like their their draft picks, for example, <laughs> three straight first rounders that have been head scratchers. So they got uh, Cleveland Farrell, uh, Damon Arnett, and then Alex Leatherwood. And then this year, their their moves have been. Like, what are you doing? So they traded away their center, Hudson, and then they traded Trent Brown to us. And then, but they they did add Ngakwe, Solomon Thomas, and Quentin Jefferson. But I feel like for the Raiders, it's just like, what are you like?
2: What are you doing? They got rid of Gabe Jackson too. you went to Seattle. Like, what are they doing? I, I I don't
1: know what they're doing out in Las Vegas. So I got them coming last at seven and ten. And You know, they'll get some, they might get some, a couple sneaky wins in there. They, they definitely always they play good at the beginning of the season. And then, you know, we'll see how Derek Carr plays next year, which I mean, he's been playing good. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But I got him going seven and 10. All right, Marquis,
0: how do you have the vision
2: rocking out? Uh, Kansas City leading Arrowhead, leading everything 14 and three. I got the Chargers going nine and eight. I feel like I got a little spill for the Chargers. They need a culture shock, and I don't know how you do that because they had Philip Rivers. They've always had a team. It's always been health concerns, right? So then you know they still have health concerns. Hopefully this year they're healthy, but I feel like they need a culture shock, and I don't know if you detonate the whole team in a way. Like, they gotta you know, yell out young guys, though. They got no, but I'm saying because they keep, keep getting to the door and then not knocking it down. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, I got you. I got you. They they beat us where Lamar, they played Lamar, where he stepped in for Flacco at the end, right? They yeah. they went mm-hmm. on to win, and they almost lost that. The next year, I think they played us again. They they beat us. And then they, you know, they get so far and they lose. So, yeah. I'm in the aspect now, I'm thinking, like, you know, you already got your offensive line tool, you know? I Man. feel like that was an issue
1: for them last year, though. So, they yeah. Try yeah. to so fix it, so we'll see.
2: we'll see. They fix that. So, maybe you look at moving some of these defensive dudes to get something, because you don't move Joey. Joey's the only dude you keep. I feel like you hands down keep I mean, James too. I love Durham personally, but he's been so injured. Like to me, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know because he's going to have to get paid. You know, it's kind of like an Eric Berry situation. But Eric Berry was able to play for at least two, three years before everything happened with him. Yeah. So I don't know what they just need. They might if this year doesn't go into a wild card playoff, it's time to shake things up. And maybe you trade Keenan Allen. Cause you're paying him. A, I mean, they got a
1: new coach, so they
2: they definitely it might be
1: an option, honestly.
2: You're paying Keenan a dumb amount of money, and I know you ain't gonna trade Joey Bosa, so you, <laughs> you, you got to look at it that way. I got the Raiders going six and eleven. It's the Raiders. What, what, I got was, the, your,
0: what was your record for the uh Chargers?
2: I got a nine and eight, nine and eight. eight, and I don't know in the AFC if that's good enough to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the Raiders going six and eleven. So, I don't know. Anyway, I got the Broncos going five and 12. The Broncos. Ooh, than, you got them going.
1: And y'all was talking about me
2: giving the but, Broncos. So can I, Nick, can I bring up the the, the trade thing at, that we had towards the end for the Broncos? I, bring uh, up I was going to say, all right, so you, uh, oh, we're going to say that.
0: We're talking about the, okay, okay, the okay, Aaron Rodgers okay.
2: thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll we're, wait, we're gonna I'll say wait. That, yeah. So right. that
0: was part of the news, but I wanted to integrate it when we get to them, OK? OK, yeah, we'll, we'll get hold,
2: to that, we'll get to that. I'll, I'll hold off,
0: I'll let okay. Nick go. All right, so all right. So I'll I'll straight up, I'm going to shock y'all uh so i think kansas city's gonna win it but i think it's gonna be by a narrow margin um and this is the reason why i say that so i feel like every week i'm the only one who really looks at how the schedule shakes out all right because that has to do with everything off rip who does kansas city play week one
2: the browns the dog the browns. The browns
0: who do they play week two they play us they play the ravens do you know who they play the week after that the Chargers. Oh. then they have an easy one versus the Eagles then they have the bills then they have the football team the Titans easy one versus the Giants and then the Packers that's how they open up their season so you're talking about some very very good defenses slash teams to open the year
2: you know what's funny they play their best ball early in the year too and so, they, that's, they the so. <laughs> and that's the problem right? so, so that's the
0: thing and and um so the way that I look at it is like this. At some point, I, I believe in, in Patrick Mahomes. He's the baby goat, right? I, I believe that he's that guy, but eventually he's going to have to take one lick in a season where he's going to come back from adversity. I'm banking on the fact that that'll probably be this year where teams will start to sleep on them towards the back half of the year. They won't come out so on fire. Um, people will start to sleep on them a little bit. For the Chargers, it's the exact opposite. They kind of have, they get to step into their schedule a little bit. They do have some uh, pretty difficult games. I mean, week one, they have the football team. But then they have Dallas. Then they go to Kansas City. Those are tough. But then they have uh, the Raiders. Then they get to play the Patriots, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Steelers. That's a tough one. The Broncos, Bengals. They're going to lose
2: that game to the football team.
0: If you believe that, you know, I I disagree. But – you know that is definitely a, top, <laughs> that's a
2: toss up That is a tossup game. That is is a toss like, up. "Shut the hell up!" I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, football <laughs> <team> <laughs> defense has
1: <is> been up. <laughs> oh, reason, no. All
0: right. So the reason why I'll take the football team—not to get too deep into that game specifically—but I'll take the reason why I'll take the Chargers over the football team is they got offense and defense. I don't. We don't know what's going on with the football team's defense or offense. Um. But anyway, I guess we is,
1: don't
0: with their offense.
2: They run the ball, and then they actually got a quarterback, and they have two receivers. We know what's going on. Come on, we know what's going on. Come on, don't do that.
0: Don't do that. that We're not doing that with the quarterback yet. We're not doing that with the quarterback yet. But we got. (laughs) uh, So I got Kansas City going twelve and five. I also got the Chargers going twelve and five. What? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean that too. Um. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. I
1: don't think my ears was connected to my ready. We're ready. Tell me already. We're ready.
0: So I got the Chargers. Going okay. twelve and five, Okay. But coming okay. in second in the division, getting the wild card. Um, I got the Raiders going eight and nine, and then I got the Broncos going five and twelve.
1: So how you got the? What y'all got the Broncos going five and twelve?
2: I, I think there's too so much. Wait, their offense. Yeah, they're they. Ha, when we get to the point where what do you losing, mean? About, so they, listen, their offense. They have
1: Courtney Sutton coming back, Jerry Judy. They got KJ Hamler. They got Melvin Ingram in the back. These team. are these are TJ good Patrick. Players.
0: These are good players in a division that has insane offenses.
2: Yeah, insane. That's a, like that's we're the about their
0: defense. We just
1: said y'all said their defense is elite. So yeah, I
0: think, like, had, what do you mean?
2: They but had the best defense and still finished last last year. I think.
0: I think their their defense is getting older too. That's the difference. I actually like. Um, I think that the Chargers' defense is closer than we're giving credit. I still think that Broncos have the better defense. They still have the better defense, but it's it's not as wide of a gap as we're acting like. Nah, I
2: don't think
1: the chargers defense
2: don't, like bring too many bells. Nah, the only person the only person getting old on that uh on that nine or that Broncos defense is really just uh what's his face? Vaughn Miller. It's Vaughn. It's just Vaughn though. Like every like Patrick Chatain, they just drafted him. Kareem Jackson's old. He's older too, but he's yeah. only like 30. I you got think, Ronald right Darby. Ronald Darby's, oh, he's a vet. So those are three vets, right? But Justin Kyle Simmons. Fuller. But I'm talking best about like,
0: these are like their best players, though, on defense. Bradley um, so, Chubb,
2: 24. Bradley, Bradley Chubb. No,
0: no, yeah, yeah.
1: Actually,
0: I, I <laughs> Bradley, Yeah. And uh, by the way, Terrence, you said, you said Nick Chubb when you said it, but we let that slide. Um, oh, I,
1: I, I'm, y'all know what I meant to say. <laughs> I know
0: what you meant. Um, but no no that that is a good one um but the point i'm making is with the chargers the reason why i believe in the chargers is obviously kansas city's the best team i'm not saying they're not but what okay, i yeah. what i do believe is that when you look at who's the best overall like top to bottom i actually like the chargers i think who if you had to pick who had the best defense and op- offense to complement, i feel like it has to be the chargers because who's better on defense the chargers or the, the or who's better on defense the chargers or the chiefs i think we'd um, all say the Chargers. And it's then the
2: Chargers at 14th.
0: Then the Chargers are better than the Raiders and Broncos on offense as well. So I think just top the to bottom, you could make the case that they're the best overall team. But Kansas City's offense is so all time great that I don't think that they can keep up. In the so long it's run. just the enemy
1: in that play calling, bro. It's, that's it's, what I'm
0: saying. it's they're, ridiculous, bro. Their offense ridiculous. is so good. <laughs> it's otherworldly. They're like that, that, y'all's Patriots team from 07, but every year. It's like, hey, yeah,
2: <laughs> fun, fa- fun fact. The Chargers offense I see was actually worse than the Raiders offense.
0: But, but again, do you know, no, really no, 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 no,
2: no, no, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm fact, not saying that's the case yeah. this year. I'm just think, throwing that out there.
0: I believe Justin Herbert takes a step forward. You know, they still got Mike Williams. They still got Keenan Allen.
2: Uh, Jared Cook too. From the Jared Saints. Cook's an
0: underrated tight end. Um. So I think he's got, and then obviously getting the new coach, we're hoping will be the, the next step. They're right?
2: they're gonna they're gonna open up the book for him for sure. I feel like you know uh, what's his face. Oh, what's that co- head coach's name? I forget. But he didn't let him. He didn't let him go out there and just ball. You know, he yeah, kind of wanted. Yeah, he kind of want to ease him into it, which yep. isn't a fault. but
0: It's not a bad thing.
2: Yeah, it's to understand. He's kind
0: of got to reel in a rookie quarterback. But when he's cooking like that, and y'all yeah. know you're not making the playoffs, I mean, let, let him do his thing.
2: And it don't seem like he yeah. needed he needed to be coddled. It wasn't I mean?
0: like Joe Burrow's situation. Joe Burrow, you needed to protect at all costs, and they threw him out there to die. But, oh, you know, that's, that's
2: not <laughs> right there. If, if the Chiefs improve on offense, though, I don't mean to spill this, but it's going to have to be the run game. If they yeah. want to come back to the Super Bowl like they want to, they want to run it back, bro. You gotta run the ball. Cause I'm telling you right now, they stopped running the ball in the Super Bowl and it was so fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Because at the same time, like
2: their their
1: offensive line was
2: shot. Like, yeah. No, but this man, going? this man had 69 yards and what five attempts. Yeah, you're right. He you did. Yeah, bro. I mean, you want to play the
1: pass though. That's why they're playing the pass every I every mean, day.
2: No, I get they're playing in the pass. but teams are playing in the pass because all you do is throw the ball, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's why he was getting on for it. You got to keep people honest. If you keep people honest, and then people can't double and triple Tyreek Hill. Like, I can't sit over the top on Tyreek Hill with so many people.
0: Everything, everything went wrong for them, though, in the Super Bowl. Oh, it yeah. Like, it, it started with the offensive line, but then it was like, even when Pat was making those plays, then wide receivers were dropping the, the ball, ball in yeah. the end zone. You know, they got away from the run game. The defense got tired. It was everything. But um, kind of what I want to go into with in Kansas City is we know we spoke about. All right, so they, in theory, fixed the offensive line issue, right? You know, I mean, yeah. the offense can't get much better than it already is. But did they do enough? Because, you know, we know what the offense is. At the end of the day, had the O line been healthy and COVID-free going into the Super Bowl, we might have had a different game. Did they do enough on defense to take them to that next level, Marquise? We definitely you know, would have had a different game. You're chomping at that. You're chopping up
2: um, the bed. You're bro. Because honestly, they failed this defense. They—that's what
0: everyone talks about the offense, bro. They failed. Man, they man, failed their man, roster, bro. The Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs
2: are a very w- weird team to me. I'm gonna throw this out there. They have an offense that is so electric, right, and a defense that is just falling off, right. So they signed Mike Hughes, who was coming off. It was first round pick from Minnesota. He didn't pan out how they wanted to. His best. Pro football focus grading was like a 67 or something. It wasn't even yeah. a seven, yeah, right? From the and then, they, and then they got mm-hmm. Jaron Reed from Seattle. I think he's a mm-hmm. good dude to pair with Chris Jones. That's not bad, right? So that's your best.
0: But then you lose Frank Clark.
2: Yeah. And no, well, they don't, they didn't, they haven't decided what they're doing with Frank. Yeah. So no, well, we, we, we gotta hold the ball. We gotta that. hold like it on that, right? Like like yeah, we're saying okay. with, like with Sherm. We're gonna wait for yeah. that, right? And then they only drafted two rookie linebackers because so they traded a pick to get Orlando Brown. So they got a linebacker and a defensive end. That's not enough on defense that just got cooked. Yeah. Okay. It's not enough on defense when the Browns, if the Browns linebackers turn around and hit Chad Henney or whatever his name is, they win that game and you don't even make it to the Super Bowl. So the fact is, it is they got a lot of answers on defense that they need to figure out. And realistically, <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. They have a cat problem, right? They signed Mahomes, which is fine, but you have to pay Orlando Brown. Tyreek Hill is going to have to get paid again. Your whole offense is surrounded by him. So, you're going to have to pay him. And then Tyrone Matthews deals up in two years. And he's the best ball hawk you got on that defense. And they got Ladarius Sneed, the rookie from last year. He's a fourth-round pick. He's a dog, right? Yep. How are you going to pay Tyrone Matthew when it's time?
0: Well, I'm going to say, going back to Tyron Matthew, you run him all over the field like a dog. I mean, he can only do so much. Anthony um,
2: Hitchens, you got to cut Anthony Hitchens because he's making too much damn money. Yep. He should be a cap casually. Yeah. It's I don't know yeah. they they got so many questions on defense that need to be answered and they don't even have pieces on offense that they could move to help answer those yeah. questions. You know what I mean, like for sure.
1: I have to agree. I, I agree with every point. Honestly, like, there's nothing else to be said about that defense. Yeah. We all it's, know it's there. It's arrogant.
2: It's like yeah. arrogant. You're just saying you can't stop us, and we know you can't stop. That's us. all <laughs> it is. But look what happened in the Super Bowl. Devin White literally said they're arrogant. They kept running the same shit, thinking we weren't going to stop them, and we stopped them. So now you're just being arrogant because they're playing the division that is uncertain because there's so many quarterback questions, head coaching questions. So they run through that division, right? You've gotten everybody's numbers and all those teams that you guys can beat. But realistically, if you look at those teams that are going to give them problems, Baltimore has enough corners to play them, right? Yes. The Browns have a Browns. great enough pass rush to well, get I'm them in home. Mind, bro. i tried to tell y'all. Exactly. So you got that. That. I didn't even bring up Tennessee, who's going to hold the ball the whole time. So that's three. <laughs> th- that's literally three I, teams. Where- Listen, you, you're all I'm going to say play is play? our defense going
1: to be nice, too, now. And we got corners. Okay. That's, it, kinda, it, that's the so point it, I'm making.
2: Those three teams that they're going to see if it's time for the AFC champ, it's going to be one of those teams. So yeah. you're going to play one of those teams? Good fucking luck. Because then your defense has to. The only person, if you see those three teams, the only team that you could see and be happy that you saw them is going to go see Baker. Because your defense won't have to run after Baker, and he's not that damn dynamic. That is your best hope. Because if you see Lamar and and Allen, you always get in the shootouts with them.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing I was gonna say is, and the work, you know, who might be the worst matchup for them in the in the playoffs might be Tennessee, because even though Tennessee is the worst defense. They can play defense with their offense with Derrick Henry and bro, just burn the clock out,
2: bro. Yeah. Old boy, that that Pat's old coordinator is gonna hold the ball. Yeah, Vrabel is gonna just hey Derrick Henry, rush for about ten yards, and then let someone come hit you. Because I swear they there's times where I know Derrick Henry can get loose, and I feel like he just let someone come hit him. And what well,
0: they're literally <laughs> their offense is literally a tight end like an elite tight end away from being Kansas oh, it's, City. Oh,
2: it's unbearable. Like even yeah. when. Even with Frisker, yeah. I think the, you know, the older dude, I think he's a little older. They, yeah. they, if they could have kept John R. Smith, I don't or know. If
0: they, imagine if they drafted Calvin. Yeah. Like, it would have been, it would have been the scariest. Like then I would say, and I'm a Falcons fan. Then I would be like, okay, believe the hype in Calvin. Because you got, you have too much else to worry about. Where the fourth option in your offense, Get you can get thrown. But um. Yeah. I, so I think we're all in agreement. You know, the Chiefs, as you know, they the Super Bowl issue was offensive line. They fixed that issue, but their biggest mm-hmm. issue has always been defense. Um, going forward, uh, you know, we've talked about Las Vegas. They signed John Gruden to this ten-year, hundred million dollar deal. All right, you know, the smartest quarterback coach there's ever been. Apparently, that's what we hear. That's what we heard from him from all these ESPN camps. Um, he goes out and signs uh mark may uh what was the dude's name that that worked with him on espn sg mike mayock mike mayock um and you put all this all this money into Derek Carr, and not saying Derek Carr is a bad quarterback i think he's good but he's he's clearly not the guy we thought he was is this I mean, honestly theory, i think it's their defense yeah but is this the year that john gruden officially goes on the hot seat i know he's still got all those years on his contract but if is this about to be a failed experiment
2: if he don't get fired i'm gonna be shocked
1: <laughs> I I'm ain't gonna no cap.
2: I'm no letting cap. you know right now. I and I'm on the fence. I think Derek Carr is actually pretty good right now. He's like, a good I, quarterback. I, I, he is good. I think he's good, but he suffers from the part that they haven't built a team around him. Exactly. And like, you can't ever, you can't see what he's gonna do because he don't have a team. So the fact that if it is Josh Gruden or Joe John Gruden, whatever his name is, just fucking Gruden. Honestly, what what is he proven, bro?
1: He the team that he won with in Tampa wasn't even his team. First of all, it was already established next year. Boom, like, to, come
2: on. Me, to me, he's a better defensive coach than he is like a head coach. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if he's a quarterback whisperer. Like people are, I don't know. He's just, it's just weird to me.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like, if a team, like, let's say, you know, Cincinnati, I, this is just random. I'm just throwing out a random thought here. Let's say like they, they hired him to come in and coach the coach up a Joe Burrow or, you know, Los Angeles, brings him in just as like a whatever coordinator to coach up Justin Herbert, I think that would have been a good signing. But to put all your eggs into the basket of John Gruden who had been out of the league for like 10 years had one playoff win outside of the Super Bowl. What are you doing? I mean it it was a terrible signing.
1: It was terrible. It's weird. He's definitely not.
2: Because their offense is rolling. Their offensive rank was twelfth on pro football Focus, and Their defense was 30. Y'all want to know a fun fact?
1: You want to know a fun fact, Keith? (laughs) Can you even guess his record since taking over in 2018?
2: It's uh, it's probably below 500. And I'm going to say it's probably like 4, yeah. 4,
1: nine. 19 and 29. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and last year was the best year. I think he went 8-8 eight and eight last year.
0: I can't remember what the number is, but if you look at how many one-possession games they lost, it's, it's also an astronomical number. And people say, oh, well, they're always in those games. And that's where I feel like coaching, they're trying to use that as like a crutch for him, where, in my opinion, that's where the coaching gets displayed. That's what got get, Anthony Lynn fired. Exactly. Look at what, look at uh, Bill Belichick. How many one possession games, I dare you to look at his record in one possession games compared to John Gruden's, and you're going to see a huge difference. Um yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think this has to be – if he if they don't make – and I'm talking about make the playoffs and at least make a run. They don't have to win the Super Bowl, but – They got to get hot. When or two, one or two games in the playoffs, if he's not gone, then the ownership in Las Vegas is, is basically – they have to be sitting there like, well, we're stuck. We got to make it work. They're failing
1: the team, honestly, because yeah. – like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, Derek Carr is a nice quarterback. Every year he's putting up great numbers. But, I mean, like I said – they're losing a lot of close games.
2: They yeah, got like set up. They got yeah. J- Derek Carr, uh, Josh Jacobs, you got Darren yeah, Waller. Waller, you got Carl, yeah. you got Carl Nassip, you Roger got what's his face, Max Crosby, Hunter Henry. He's on the Patriots. Oh my god,
0: what, up, what, up, what
2: up. <laughs> but you got you got Henry Ruggs.
0: Henry Ruggs. Yeah. There we and go. And then
2: you got uh they got a they had a fir- first round corner, and then they got the safety on- Damon Arnett, and they got Abram at corner or yeah. at safety. Yeah. Right, so you have pieces. The fact that you haven't figured this out is kind of frustrating because, like I said, like, you know, Kansas City is going to have to look at moving pieces or the Chargers need a, a, what is it, a culture shock. Bro, the Raiders at this point, you're going to have to sell house. Like, I'm glad in the NBA, like, teams realize it more that, you know, all right, we're, we're going to be terrible, sell everything, like the Patriots did last year. Or I mean, honestly, the only
1: thing about, like, you brought up Josh Jacobs is he's a high-volume guy. He's not getting a lot of touches. He ain't really doing nothing.
2: And just got rid of all his linemen. So, I don't know where he's going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And then they add Kenyon Drake, too? Yeah, they got Kenyon Drake. So, I mean. I I feel like the the Raiders are becoming, and I really hope it's not the case, but I feel like they're becoming a failed experiment. Because I believe in Derek Carr. I believe in John. It's like almost all the pieces we believe in. It's the defense is weak and John Gruden, who, again. And Mayock, too. His his, his Mayock. (laughs) <laughs> His belie- John Gruden's believers wanted to say, oh, he's the quarterback whisperer, and look what he did with Tampa Bay. But let's face it, it's Tony Dungy and Monty Kiffin built that defense. It was not John Gruden. He just happened to exactly. step in while the iron was striking hot. You know, that, that's rough. Um, Marquise, I'll let you start off on this one. We almost got into it earlier. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, the biggest question with the Broncos is, we know their defense is elite. Uh, John Elway in the front office, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, They've been searching for that dude since he's been in office. Um, we got drew Locke, who, you know, a lot of people say he's got the swag. He knows how to turn it on at certain times. And don't get me wrong. He's played well in certain scenarios that are bigger moments, but we don't know if he's that guy. Teddy Bridgewater has been an unsung hero. He's never really been given his shot. And every time he's given his shot seems to play well up until the big moments. Um, and then maybe an injury or whatever the case, the bright, the lights get too bright. Um, Sticking to those two first, uh, who do we see finishing out the year?
2: Uh, Teddy for sure, because the Broncos have too many weapons for Drew lock to be out there, bullshitting. <laughs> so, and, sure. and he, bro. And you, if you look at it, Drew Lock got a crazy deep ball, bro. Like, he got some nice, like, yes. a pretty a pretty nice deep ball, right? And they got so many weapons for you to be out there messing up. Like,
1: that's why I understand. Like, I got them going 5 12, too. So, I'm like, listen. They got a lot of weapons. Bro. K.J. Hamler, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton coming My back. My problem with Drew Luck is, like,
0: he's like that dude that steps on the basketball court that everyone's like, all right, I know this dude's nice. I know this dude's nice. I know this dude's nice. All right, leave him open. Don't worry about him. And then he cooks you the whole game. Like, when no one <laughs> thinks about Drew Lock, it's like, hold up. He's got 400 yards and, and four touchdowns. What happened? But then, when you really game plan for him, that's where the dynamic changes. You know, I, I feel like that's kind of where he falls apart.
2: I, I just feel like you got to use him in a Baker aspect. You know, yeah, like just you minimize have turnovers. Yeah, you have to be like, all right, we're going to rush the ball 30 attempts with, and we're going to run some screen plays. We're going to, they got more than enough receivers. They're four four receivers deep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They got Tim Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Like Jerry Judy's fast. Courtney yeah. Sutton is a Pro Bowler. Like,
0: but even assuming Melvin Gordon is what he can be. Who else do they have at running back? I mean, Royce Freeman, well, Javante Williams.
2: They let go yeah, they of Lindsay. Williams, yeah. He but, went to the Texans, all right. Yeah, Lindsey. They let go of Lindsey. They didn't bring him back. Yeah, they got Javante Williams, though.
0: They drafted Javante Williams. And yeah. Melvin Gordon, we know he can be good, but has not really been that dude the last two years. His
2: mom said he was looking slow coming out the hole at one of his <laughs> camps. So he, he, if he gets a little faster, according to his mom, he's going to be out there. And I think Melvin Gordon can do damage. Like not, no, I think
0: he can be that dude, but he hasn't been. He gonna
2: if if he can get them eight hundred to like thirteen hundred yards, that's a good year for them. Like, and then the rookie comes in and maybe gets like four. Yeah, that's that. Hey, that's all you can hope for right there.
0: All right, so we'll get into the biggest elephant in the room. So we know what their biggest question is. So. What is the biggest solution? I'll let you all both say it at the same time because we know.
2: You got you, you to gotta get my man. You got to go yeah. start, save old boys from Green Bay.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, he he's already said that he wants to come to the West Coast, specifically play for John Elway. He would love it. Uh, Terrence, what, what do you think? What could Aaron Rod- I mean, I know that it sounds silly to say, what can Aaron Rodgers do for your team? But this team specifically, what could he do?
1: Honestly, he, he makes them contenders. Not even on like sugar-coated.
0: So you think he jump? He takes so. Super Bowl
1: contenders, bro. You, you mean that? You mean, you mean that? that? I mean it. Oh, Denver.
0: So okay, let's just take. So even if we're taking what me and Marquis said, where they're the bottom. I'm not top, saying he's gonna so get so them all over get there, but
1: them. they get a couple good plays. That? He get. They get some plays that go their way, bro. They're definitely incontent.
2: Bro. I'm okay, timeout. I'm about to burn this bridge the fuck down. You ready? All right, hold, hold
0: up. Before I let you get into that, because I'll, I'll be the bridge. Would that defense? Because I can tell y'all are on two different. Go go ahead, That's what I was about to say. Go ahead. So, man. Marquise, before I let you burn this burn down, this because I know you got some fire coming. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is the only thing I will say is we know they're deep at wide receiver. It's obviously not the same offense that Green Bay currently has. The question like, is what they would the have to give up, though. It's the closest thing to an available option that he has because Jared Judy is is literally Devonte Adams like and could p- potentially become a Devonte Adams at some point. Devonte Adams like bro, chill, chill with the face. KJ um, Hamler is nice you know, as well. They, they got they got some targets. Um, you know, if Melvin do. Gordon has proven that he can be better than Aaron Jones, not saying no that offense, that's decent too. Not saying that he still is. And then no fans, offense, decent. Fans, I'll say Tanya decent. versus Fan is is probably the biggest gap there. Um, said he decent i didn't say he was like and then decent. the defenses are comparable so i'll say i'm taking I'll denver's defense
1: probably over over i don't think that they,
0: they can jump kansas city i don't even think they could jump the chargers to be honest with you but i'll let you go marquise after taking those things into consideration
2: you can let right. the fire breathe ain't ain't no way against the super bowl bro even with <laughs> rogers they can get rogers i said they're contenders they're not with, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you're saying contenders like that's what getting, I'm saying. They're contenders, they get a couple no, plays
1: that go their way. That, no, but that defense, adding no, Aaron Rodgers to that, no, no, but are we on
2: offense. Check this out Green Bay is gonna require a ransom, they don't even want to get rid of them. You that's what, what I, saying? I say. It depends it's not on happen what
0: happened
2: before week one. It depends on what you
0: have it, to give it, up, though. Not that's what I'm saying. If it
2: they, depends if, on what you have to give up. I say look, that. Look, but all the packages I've seen, right, it's included Bradley Chubb, and it's cl- included one of those receivers. It hadn't, it didn't have Courtland Sutton and, and uh, Jerry Judy, in it, but it's had the, one of the other ones and then a whole bunch of picks, right? Yeah. The fact of it is, you're going to get rid of that. Aaron's going to be in a whole new system, whole new elevation, all that, right? And I think in some of those packages, I wouldn't even send Bradley Chubb because he's young. I'd send Vaughn. I'd break I- all... That's all, the one. All the they were work. having issues as well. So we're so literally that, right? talking
0: about Vaughn would be the perfect move because that's who you have to send that can make exactly. instant
2: impact. You have exactly. to you have to send Vaughn because one it helps you cap issues when you go to pay Bradley Chubb. You have yep. to offset the the cap for bringing in Aaron. I just feel like and they're half they're gonna have to include one of those corners. Yeah, they got a lot of corners. One of those corners is going back to Green Bay, right? And Green Bay is gonna be stoked because yeah. if you look at it, Green Bay even without Rodgers is. In that division, a playoff team, and they in the division. Yeah, so you know they're they're still getting to the playoffs, right? If Rodgers goes to the Broncos, it doesn't it solidifies them getting to maybe a wild card, but that's it. Like I'm about to say, I
0: don't even know if it's solidified. Yeah, because and not it's, because they're not good, Terrence. It's not because they're not good. It's just because
2: of what you gotta go through, bro. You what you have. gotta is what you gotta. Well, go it just on what they, they have to give up. up. It depends on what they have to give up. It, no, teams are going from the AFC North. Is what you are 100 going it's what you are going through, and then what you have to give up, right? Because in our division, in the in the AFC North, like Nick said, Baltimore and Cleveland, it's a lock that that's a both going to go. You might even get a third team out of that division, it, and that's scary because if Pitt can just cut it on, you know, Mike Tomlin going get I'm him, him. a Rodgers, and then, Rogers, and then we didn't even we didn't even go to like your division, right? What if what if you guys go. What if the Dolphins go, right, or the Bills? That's th- three teams right that, there. With, with y'all's division, we know the Bills are winning,
0: but one of the other teams can easily take Make
2: off. It, yeah, so then you have that. There's no way if the Chargers are the, the secondary team that the Broncos are going to challenge them. Like, I love uh, taking Honestly, like, if Aaron Rodgers
1: was to come to the Broncos, I'm taking the Broncos over the Chargers every day of the week. Every day of the
2: week.
0: That's my favorite quarterback in the NFL. I don't
2: know if I could do that. Yeah, I'm taking Rodgers over Brady still, even though he makes me sound dumb saying that. But uh, right. Aaron, still, Aaron Rodgers came bro, to the Broncos. The I'm, I'm taking, taking the Broncos that, over. This chart.
0: last Super Bowl was the year for him to sit that, all that top down. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Hypothetically, to... let's
1: say let's say they did. Oh, that, that we're going to send Aaron Rodgers for Von Miller in like a first rounder or something like that.
2: Green Bay gonna want another thing on they're top gonna, of it. Yeah, that. they're gonna. I'm saying hypothetically, more like right?
0: one of the wide receivers for like Allen Lazard. Like, I mean, he would probably get the to thing bring is too though. Them, you're
2: still getting, you're still getting a premium
1: player, so it's not like we're sending you. We don't need to send as many guys if we're sending you a Von. Yeah.
2: Nah, Von just came off injury. His cap hit, and he's older. They're gonna make you send like two. They're gonna make you send at least two picks. And then it's probably going to be like two more players. It's going to be two, three picks. They're probably going to honestly
1: have to send them like Drew Locke as well. So we're going to have to see Exactly. Drew so yeah, Drew Locke or Teddy. one of them, gone
0: too.
2: And it's going to be Teddy because Teddy's cap hits more. But Did that's not really
1: affecting the game anyway. Okay, we're sending you a quarterback that could have potentially started for our team, could be a, a bridge for your team. But at the same time, I feel like – I don't feel like you take too much from your team that it takes you out of contention. If you, bring, benefit, if you bring in Aaron Rodgers and don't have to send none of your weapons, none of your weapons.
0: The biggest but, benefit I'll give to the Broncos in this situation is the fact that the Packers offered Aaron that extension that would have gone through Jordan Love's rookie contract shows how much they do not have belief in Jordan Love because none if at all. Go back to the Favre versus Rodgers situation, they were more than happy to let far go look at even look at even Indianapolis with Peyton Manning they were ready they were ready to let Peyton Manning go for Andrew Luck
2: I think Um, they just they just know that it might not work out and they are scared because like but the thing is if if I'm the Packers if I can get Teddy on the bring back I'm happy because Teddy could win with the Packers yeah that team like so quick question
1: so do y'all think that Aaron Rodgers will lead the Packers a team that he knows for sure, I can make the playoffs and be a Super Bowl contender. You think he would lead for a team that he's going to be below average?
2: Yes, because he said it wasn't a, a money grab or anything. It was a personnel thing and his issues with the front office. So I think he was But glad that's that was... what I'm saying. But if he's, no, gone, I he's I not going to leave and go Terrence, to a mediocre team. I
0: think we're in second. We we the Broncos, but none of us are saying the Broncos are going to be below average. The What we're saying is, is that division and – the
2: conference, the AFC, it's is tough.
0: so stacked. I don't think they become. You can be well above average and still not be a contender. Yeah, in like would
2: would, would Rodgers make tough. them? Would Rodgers make them lethal? Yes, it, he that's would. What make, I said, a couple plays go their way, they can be
1: them. contenders. I'm not saying that, like, yeah, they're going to be like a dominant, the best team in nah, like the they, AFC, but they're they, going to compete. That's what they, I'm saying. They're going to compete any given Sunday. That's what I'll, I'm saying. They're going this, to Terrence. compete as Aaron
0: equally Rogers. as they could be contenders. They could not make the playoffs.
2: I'll say that. It's 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 weird to look at it because he he doesn't care, he just wants to leave, bro. Like and his his options were just going out west because yeah. if he wanted to be on a contender, he could be like, No, I only want to go this team, this team, this team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he named teams that some of them motherfuckers was not even good teams, yeah. <laughs> so like it's just but if you look at it though, that's like you bring
1: a guy in from like Tom Brady moving in. To the Bucks, like if you want to look at them like oh, they weren't good, right?
2: No, who looked at the Bucks like they weren't good? What did they do the year before Tom Brady got there? Uh, who we said James did is the issue. I'm let's, saying though, no, what did they do before Tom went there? Let's be honest. The issue with the Bucks they were so far. They, they were so far. They, they, was the issue with the Bucks. Remember, we talked about it. What was the issue before you got there? Nick? But was the that. issue is they, they were so far. No, but you also got
0: to realize that they signed, they end up signing Gronk, they end up signing Blunt, or uh, not. Like, they did, did sign a couple players. They
1: signed a couple players. A couple, they got eight. Denver's, Denver's defense, Denver's defense, we we all say can be elite. Same thing with their weapons that Aaron Rodgers could potentially have would be Courtless Sutton coming back. You got TJ Patrick, you got KJ Hamler and Jerry
2: Judy. Yeah. Melvin Ingram in the background. I mean, in the backfield, but some of those dudes are leaving if Rogers is coming. Yeah. Two to at least and it's gonna isn't Green Bay. Ain't gonna take somebody that's not Green Bay ain't gonna know. take somebody that's not dynamic. It's gonna obviously don't feel like they
1: need they don't necessarily need a receiver because they got
2: it's not the point. I ain't a couple gonna, guys I ain't gonna give Robert. you my best quarterback that is my generational quarterback for yeah. me to, for some draft picks when I can take hey, let me get Cortland Sutton, which they, they tend to yeah. the Broncos shouldn't. I mean,
1: that. they're I gonna know. definitely take. Um, like a Von Miller or somebody like that, which I feel like, you know, that's a pretty even swap Aaron Rodgers for Von Miller with their impact.
0: I'll say this too. I think Tom Brady kind of ruined the market for quarterbacks in a different way, not necessarily monetarily, but even if you say Aaron Rodgers only has two years left, you saw what one year with Tom Brady gives you. So um, I think that a lot of teams would be willing to give up other positions like a, I'm not saying Von Miller has a ton left in the tank, but let's say you even assume that he's got four more years left at an elite level. You'd be willing to give him up for one year with an elite level quarterback like uh and the, Aaron Rodgers.
2: The weird thing is Green Bay is fixated on sending them to the AFC AFC, so they don't gotta see him, right? Yeah. If I was the Niners, I would damn near beg them to do it. And I'd send them Jimmy G in Jimmy return. G
0: and Trey Lance, bro.
2: No, 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 no. I no, I can give up keep...
0: Trey Lance. And I give up, Trey, <laughs> and I give up
1: uh,
0: Trey Lance. So the thing was
2: before they traded for before they drafted Trey, like if Green Bay would have did it then. They could have got Jimmy G and maybe a player, one of those defensive like front sevens that they have, and got it. But I got a funny little graphic to bring up to you guys. My buddy, uh, Nos, from the Army. He- Listen, he- Jimmy G dang near was on the verge of getting
1: cut. If they would have seen enough from, from out of um, Trey Lance, buddy would have been cut. All right, y'all been <laughs> so ready for this? <laughs>
2: My buddy, Noss shared this on Facebook. It says, facts NFL fans are not ready to accept. The Broncos would be, listen to this. Wait, let me get all this. The Broncos would be lethal with the right quarterback, like we were just talking about. Justin Jefferson is not a top ten receiver yet. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is massively underrated, and the Niners can make another Super Bowl run if they were healthy. If they're healthy, I think they're all true. That's
1: true. I agree. Well, I, mean, saying, I mean, that's, that's that what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying bad. about the Broncos. Because no, you know, you you're, you're, you're saying
2: you're saying they're making the, the championship. Bro. We're saying lethal.
1: I'm not saying that they're making the championship. I'm saying they're contenders.
0: Like, they definitely are going to compete. The, the only team. one I disagree with is the Justin Jefferson one. But I'll – You concede think he's top ten? Yeah. I think that he's the, – the thing is, it's off of one year, though, bro. That's like, like – so I'll concede this. Like, we could argue Justin Herbert's a top ten quarterback after that, after that last year, but we can't say yes yet because there's only one year. So I'll concede that. I believe okay. he's top ten, but he might not be. You could argue certain guys because of more years in the league.
1: Numbers wise, he's probably going to be top ten this year.
0: He had a top five year last year, or a top five season last year. But we all know he's not top
2: five. Okay, we know what the top five looks like. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. What does like, six through ten look like? Because we know what the the top five look like. That's what I'm so saying. I, think, even...
0: I say there's a. I say he's a toss up with the other guys, and we'll see after this year. Yeah, so I won't. I won't solidify him because there's one year.
2: Because one through yeah, five is a right. lot and we don't even got to talk about yeah. one through five. But <laughs> then you got the six through we don't like even got
0: top one. We can just start with two through five because Julio is still to go. But anyway. <laughs> but you
2: go you go, you go you go six through ten, six through fifteen. You're like, damn, which dude yeah. am I leaving out of here to put him in here? All
0: right. Um well I, I think we had a good time with the uh, with the, with this week. You know, it was our first time uh first week back in two weeks. We took a a, a little break there with the guys. Um I think it's time that we get into our uh, favorite segment, fan favorite segment. Uh, Over time, I've been trying to keep it, you know, into the the divisional uh questions here. So I, I got three for us. You know, we keep going like four and six questions and tie-in. So I'm trying to keep it where there's a I I've been the
2: there. champ for like three oh, weeks. no, no, you yeah. be- I'm gonna get I'm, my face. Back to I'm today. trying
0: to make sure we got winners here. I'm um, <laughs> getting my face back today. Hold on. So we're so we're gonna have we're gonna start out with one, might be a little bit easier, but they're gonna get progressively harder as we move on. Uh, get my face back today. So I own. To get that back uh, in
2: blood, big dog. <laughs> uh, so
0: I, I own the, the record for most touchdowns in division history. Who am I? Your options are Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Philip Rivers, Rich Gannon with the, the now Las Vegas Raiders, Len Dawson for the Kansas City Chiefs, or John Elway. And the number is 397 career touchdowns.
2: I'm going to go with John Elway. All
0: right. Marky's got John Elway. Terrence, who you got? Just because he's going there, I'm going to go with Philip Rivers. All right. So Terrence is up 1 0. It's Phillip Rivers. He had 397 touchdowns in his career. <laughs> uh, I was like shocked that. reading about Rich Gannon. He's only got 114.
2: I wasn't going Rich Gannon at all. I no, felt I wasn't. like. Yeah. I wasn't. I, but I forget, John Elway just had a tear. He had a for like tear a
0: for like 10 eight. years where Philip Rivers was there for a
1: million years,
2: yeah. Like, yeah, L- that's what, had,
0: see,
1: that's what got me. I was like, Philip has been there his whole career, so I'm yeah, Elway like, had, I'm had gonna a gonna
2: mean vote. tear for like three years where he was just yeah. nasty,
0: yeah. Um, so next question is rushing yards, but specifically, we're gonna stay with Kansas City because I go division, we all know it's Ladanian Tomlinson, we're not even gonna go there,
2: yeah. That's um,
0: but listen to the <laughs> names. Listen to the names here that Kansas City had at running back, all right? And this is – you'll see why I had these uh picks. Jamal Charles. All right, so we had – so Peace. I own the franchise record for Kansas City rushing yards, and the number is 7,260 yards. Am I Priest Holmes? Am mm. I Marcus Allen? Am mm. I Jamal Charles or am I Larry Johnson?
1: like This is going to be somebody that we least expect.
0: Those are some crazy These names. Homes. Priest Holmes. Bro, I'm going, bro. I'm going Jamal. <laughs> These are some crazy names. When well, I saw all is, the the I was like, dang, they had all them dudes.
2: Who are you going, Terrence?
1: I'm gonna go Jamal
2: Charles. I don't want to, but I do. But I'm I'm, right. go, I'm going Larry. I don't oh, no, I'm gonna
1: know like go Marcus on. Allen, but I'm like, I don't Who know.
2: Who is it? It was a guess.
0: All right. Terrence is going to win this week, bro. He's got Jamal Charles at 7,260
1: yards. Bro, oh, uh, I got it back in blood. Bro.
0: The craziest part is uh, the Priest Holmes was second, but he only played. I Do you all not feel like he played forever with Kansas City?
2: Because it was I really only like five I can play. seasons. The Jamal one was weird to me because there was this weird time where Jamal Adams or Jamal Charles was injured. So that's yes. why I didn't want to go Jamal Charles. Because so, I know he's an animal, but I remember there's that weird when he, was playing, he, was, though, he wasn't he playing. Was. Well, the other reason why he I wouldn't have thought it was
0: him was he was also one of those original guys who was so crazy out of the backfield, too. Like
2: Oh, yeah. He was a ball. dual threat. So it
0: Boy, it fast, <laughs>
1: Boy, it but, was fast. You hear me? Boy,
2: was stupid fast. But he was injured for so long that I was like, okay, like, it can't be him. Because I remember he, had, there, it was, he was injured, injured, injured for a little bit. I'm not going to lie.
1: Jamal Charles on Madden back in the day was unstoppable, Ooh.
2: bro. Oh he my was god! He was oh annoying. I used to play with Kansas City all the time.
1: You on a you stretch play with play? Jamal Charles, it's a touchdown. Bro.
0: Yeah, Every time. Got you back when the when the juke button was like a glitch, bro. You can, oh you know, my god! A, bro. It guarantee at least one fifty yard touchdown
2: that game. Bro, let's hear this other question though. <laughs> all
0: right, so moving on to the next one, we got uh, this is the division leader in interceptions. Um, so your options are. Uh, Gil Tyler for the for the Los Angeles Chargers at uh oh I'm sorry the number is yeah 58. it Never almost gave us the numbers my too my bad <laughs> all right so the the total is 58 <laughs> total touchdowns we got Gil Tyler uh for the Los Angeles Chargers uh, Steve Foley for the Denver Broncos Emmett Thomas Kansas City Chiefs or uh Willie Brown with the Las, Las Vegas Raiders I'll oh, let no, you know no, the no. first option is not it.
2: Cause I'm, I'm going to be honest. About, I don't know none of these dudes. Dude, I'm this gonna go, going to on. <laughs> I'm I'm go Willie Brown. Brown. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm going Big Will. Big okay, Willie. So, y'all both went Willie Brown? All right. Well, neither of y'all got it. Terrence is the winner this week. It's Emmitt Thomas with the
0: Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Yeah, I'm glad I had to give that up. Boy, it was it was, it was was rough winning three championships back-to-back. I had a 3 P, you know. <laughs> hey, I got it back in right? blood. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I guess. I'll be
0: back. <laughs> All right, guys that's been another week with the guys uh we're glad to have y'all back you know we all had a good vacation and everything
2: uh hey boy i got the word of the day
0: i, I was about to let me lead into it bro. all like, right
2: go ahead go I, ahead. i was
0: gonna say, <laughs> say marquis
2: about to send us off bro you, you get go a, ahead go a ahead i mean day. i mean to chop anyway, you off like that we had a great <laughs>
0: vacation we're glad to have y'all back thank you for viewing we're gonna let marquis send us off with the word of the
2: day, what do you got for us, Marquise? All right, I, I might say this wrong, don't want to say this wrong, but the word is uh, penitence, P e p e n i t e n c e. right? Action of feeling of showing sorrow or regret for having done something wrong, right? So, penitence, pretty sure Sherman feels that way about his incident. I think it's just knowing that, you know, if you've done something wrong. I feel like people don't man up to if they've done something wrong. Luckily, Sherman did in his instance, but I feel like, people have that sorrow but won't man up to it or, like, own up to what they did wrong. So That pride is too big. Yeah, don't let your pride be that big. Like, own up to the dirt you've done or stuff, you know, especially if it's someone you care about, you know. For sure. That's how I feel about that.
0: I thought that was perfect. All right. Thank you, Marquise. Thank you, everybody. Terrence, thank you for coming on. Marquise, I'm Nick. I was your host this evening. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much.
2: Later.